What up, guys? Thanks for downloading the quarantine edition of the Tour Junkies podcast. It's April 13th, 2020. Oh, man, this is some crazy times we're living in. But me and Pat have a good time. We talk a lot about Masters Week this past week, the Masters Rewind, Masters in November, what that's going to look like, content uh, that's coming out right now with the Tour Junkies. You know, life right now, we talk a little bit about that. Uh, we just have a good time. We got YouTube viewers asking questions. We answer those questions. It just, you know, it's a laid back kind of show tonight. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you guys are staying safe. Be sure and go to iTunes because you got nothing else to do. Go to iTunes and leave us a five star review. We need the reviews. We would appreciate it. If you like the show, leave us a five star review. Tell us what you like about it. Uh, it would mean a lot. And if you've left one before, but you haven't left it in the last six months, you can go do it again and it kind of refreshes for us. So we'd appreciate that. But uh, you know what? Let's get into it. It's a good show. Thanks. Hey, what's up, golf addicts? The Tour Junkies are here. It is April 13th. 2020 years after our Lord and Savior. It is a weird time to be on earth, but we're here. You know, we're here to have a little fun tonight. We are here to mix it up with the you, the listeners, the viewers on YouTube, hopefully. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in our worlds. Pat, how you doing, buddy? What's the podcast use for the quarantine, uh, the, the kind of the quarantine collaboration we're doing tonight? I'm doing good. I appreciate you asking me, DB. Um, of course. And uh, you're looking well yourself. Um, I am going. Thank you. Got a little Tito's, uh, typical, with a little mixer here. So um, just okay. just pretty normal. Tito's has been going fast and furious in my household. As a matter of fact, uh, when you texted me today that we were going to do a podcast, I said uh, I need to make a, a run to the the liquor store. To get some more Tito's. You gotta go to the liquor store. Give us some more Tito's, Dial. It looks like you got like some sort of like Belgian looking beer or something. Like, I mean, what? A German beer or something. It, it, that's the yeah, biggest is, mug uh, I've ever seen. This is a very weird brew. It's called Blue Moon, is what this is. Mm. Maybe the color is just getting to you. Yeah, this is a big old, big old Steiner. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm doing beer tonight. Did you feeling a little, feeling a little beer? I've been drinking a lot of liquor like you, tequila and, and Tito's, so tonight I wanted to go beer. Is there more than one in that? There, there can't be just one in that in that big mug you got there. Did you pour two? There is for now because, no, there's only one for now. I'm going to get another one here in a minute because I've, I've got the other mug freezing in the freezer. So I like a good frosted glass. That's something I really hate. Is like if I go to a restaurant or a bar, and I which this is, I don't even remember the last time I did one of those, one, mm. one of those trips, mm-hmm. but... If I order a beer and I say, can I get a beer in a, in a cold glass, how come restaurants don't keep the beer in, like, a freezer? How come you it's always the mugs, in, like, just a refrigerator? The mugs? The mugs. Yeah, I'm with yeah, you. I, it, you've got to have a frozen cold mug. I want it frosty. Yeah. Yeah, I want it frost. I want it to hurt my hands to put it, put my hands on it for a minute. I want ice. I, I, I like the, you know, maybe there's probably some beer connoisseur listening that's like, DB, you Dick hole, you're not supposed to drink beer, you know, below this degree, and if you, it's not going to bring out all the hops or what. I don't care. Like, I want it cold. I want it really cold. That's what I want. I, I wonder though so, what our like our UK European listeners would say about that. Like, 
you know, they like yeah. their beer, I think, a little more, you know, not necessarily as cold. I could be wrong. That that could be a, a total yeah. stereotype that I that I've been told that I have. You're you're stereotyping. That I have no, that's inappropriate. I don't know anything. That is inappropriate. So if you are over there listening and you want to tell me, you know, tweet at us, you know, at Tor underscore Junkies and tell me how wrong we are about how we drink our beer. I don't know. I'd li- I'd like to hear it. Yeah. Maybe I'm maybe yeah. I'm missing something. Aside from what we're drinking, the biggest piece of news to cover on this podcast is that you have a beard and um, that you have fully embraced the the beard life of me and Brooks Kepka. Although um, me and Brooks's gaps are very similar, uh, mine might be a slightly stronger than his, but you have very strong gaps. And I got to say, you look you look devilishly handsome with the beard. <laughs> I, you just look so much better. I think had you been growing the beard the last five years as we've been doing this we probably would be further mm-hmm. along in this journey than we are now because uh you look fantastic bud and yeah. i think the people on the, on youtube if the people on youtube agree give me a thumbs up give me a like if you agree right now right now let me see it i see that thumb i look see that. that thumb getting some Thank interaction you, Aaron. i see that thumb yes i see that thumb i see that marcus i see that Yes, and Jason, Little John, it's the bearded bandit. That's right. That's right. So, what do you? What? How's that working for you? Are you getting more? Uh, is it? Is it helping to prevent dry spells? During it is the, is the actually it is has been really good. Uh, the that part has increased of my life. It's crazy. She loves it. She loves the beard. She thinks which which part? The 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 sex, the sexing, oh, the yeah, sex the having, sex, the sexuals, the sexuals, the sex having. Uh, she uh, likes the beard. Um, she's also she's trying to get me to do. She she likes the hair a little more slick back up top. So I'm trying to mm. I'm trying to work on that, but it, it dries it dries out. It falls down. So I'm, there's a chance, and I never thought this would ever happen. There's a chance that if she likes the slick back look with the beard, that I might have to start using some product. And I don't I've never done that before. Some product. I've never done that in my life. Some product. We might get a, a product sponsor. So um, you get a lot of comments on YouTube about it. I mean, you know, now now Zach wants to know is there a little salt salt mixed in that pepper? Mm-hmm. Yes, there mm-hmm. is. But you know, honestly, I got some of that too. Mm-hmm. Look right here. That one right there. What's that, the deal with it being right on there? Like is, it's on it's only on the chin. Like what's the deal with that? I don't know. No, I got it. Well, yeah, it's mainly on the chin. But that that little patch right there is called the COVID nineteen patch right mm-hmm. there. That's what that is. That's homeschooling your kids, and working from home with your wife for four weeks in a row. That's what that patch is. But, yeah, uh, Marcus thinks he, he has a newfound respect for you. Josh Kissler approves. He said you look like Arn Anderson, circa 1986. Dude, I'm pretty sure I know who that is. I'm pretty sure Arn Anderson was a wrestler. Wow, I don't have a correct, clue. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um but anyway, you, you do look you do look nice. Well, you, you could also now get us a sponsor for maybe some beard oil. You could have some beard yeah. oil because you want to keep that that thing conditioned. Well, it's funny because you know? I, mean, I don't. We but. did a sponsorship for a uh, you know no free ads here, but for the razor that now I'm having to actually yeah. use that thing, and I didn't even know. I was like, what what the heck is this? The three guard, the six guard, the whatever, the two guard. I'm like, so now yeah. I'm figuring all that out because I had some crazy hairs. You know, as you as you grow it out, they get they get kind of crazy. So yeah. you got to clean it up a little bit. So I've had to learn how to do that. That I had to I watched like three YouTube videos, and after I watched three YouTube videos, I felt like I was pretty comfortable with that. I was not going to ruin it because I didn't want to ruin it. That was the problem. Like I was like I've spent all this time. Yeah. I don't want to screw it up. So I watched some videos, had a few conversations with some bearded friends, 
And uh, then, you know, so yeah, this has been trimmed actually a couple times. Um, so the, the thing I hate the most is when a man doesn't properly groom himself, especially in the face. Like I get it if you don't, if you don't groom yourself in certain areas, whatever. But into your face, you look at your face all the time. Okay, some more than others, I get it. But you look at your face all the time. The last thing I hate, like there's a guy that I work with who his eyebrow hair is unbelievable. I mean, like it, he has eyebrow hairs as long as my fingers yeah. that come out from out his, and he wears glasses. So sometimes he, his, he has like one eyebrow hair that will go out and curl over the top of his glasses. And I'm like, it is everything within me not to pluck it for him. Yeah. I'm just like, dude. Get that out of there. No one wants to look at that. Your wife doesn't want to look at that. I don't want to look at that. No. You have to be conscious self-aware. of what's going on. Self-awareness. You have to be self-aware. Especially nowadays got... when you can't go to anybody to fix those things. Yeah. It's on you. You can't have you know mustache hair creeping over your lip and like getting stuck in your tooth every now and then. No. You have to keep that stuff taken care of. Yeah. So... Glad to see that you're you're trimming it up. This is this has gone way off the rails already. But listen, we are here to talk about whatever. If you are a YouTube viewer right now, please ask us a question so that we can have something to talk about. Um, we've got a, t- a few things here on the docket, but you know, I mean, we just whatever. We just wanted to hang out. We just wanted to get with you guys. No interviews this week. Um, but I will say, we've had some good interviews released. The Peter Jennings interview which we did a couple weeks ago, we've released. Uh, he is a legendary DFS player, a DFS goat, if you will. Uh, he's won a Millie Maker. He's been successful in every type of DFS sport you can imagine. Co-founder of Fantasy Labs, uh, works for the Action Network now. Super smart guy. You know him in the DFS streets as CSU Ram. 88, I believe. He is uh, an absolute stud. But we went in-depth about how to approach, you know, um, PGA Tour DFS in GPPs and tournaments. And it was extremely, extremely good and very beneficial. If you play single entries, three max, 150, if you play for $20 a week or 10000 a week, you need to listen to what Peter Jennings had to say on that podcast. Now, obviously, there's nothing you can do with that information right now. But before we get back to that, you need to listen to it and take notes is what you need to do because it is damn good. Well, another thing is is you don't have to – if if you don't like listening to my voice, you don't have to listen to it because I'm not on it. That's right. And and we get get a little Ben Little action who who we self-admit is obviously the smartest of of anyone that's uh, associated with tour junkies. Uh, so Ben has, uh, yeah. he, he did, he did a good job filling in. So it's nice. Did a great job. Yeah. Ben writes uh, the chalk wow. bomb, by the way, if you don't read the chalk bomb, then what are you doing? What are you doing? Now, now Wes Bearden, our boy Wes, who is a Nut Hut subscriber, just gave us money and said, what's up, Nutters? Uh, he's got to come through and show some love. Hopes everyone is doing well, but man, that is that is a nice guy. He is a nice guy. Wes is a Wes must make a lot of money. That's all I gotta say. Because <laughs> he 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 gives us thank you, Wes. All the nut hutters, we appreciate you guys that have been loyal. We know it sucks. Um, and listen, we should probably say this. Yeah. On on March thirteenth, we sent out an email to everyone that was subscribed to the Nut Hut with what you can do if you want to cancel, um, or if you want to stay on. We had the very special Aaron Fleener. Um, Brett Swedberg, Gino Benelli, three-hour shit show podcast. It was, it was absolutely yeah. the best piece of content we've ever done. 
hope that should be worth eight months of your Nut Hut subscription. <laughs> but if you don't think that's enough and you want to cancel, you can. However, there is another reason that you should maintain that membership, and that is one what I'm wearing yes. right now. Boom. So if you are a Nut Hut member, you get 20% off everything in the Tour Junkie store, your entire purchase, all the time, as long as your membership is active. You get 20% off. All you got to do is go on. As you're, If you're logged in, you just go and shop. You don't have to use a promo code. It's all built in. And I just got hot off the presses today three different Tour Junkies polos, and they are all amazing. And I'm going to wear all of them for you tonight. First of all, let me... Let me show you this one. This is uh, now we went through a company called Level Wear. Uh, if you're not familiar, great company. Corey Connors, Adam Hadwin wear them. I met the guys at the PGA show, walked through the booth. Uh, absolutely loved the quality of their stuff, the fit, everything they do. Freaking amazing. So we've got just a, a very standard black polo here with a nice little TJ hit. This is weird in the camera. What am I doing? Yeah, nice, you're all over the place. So this is so backwards. Okay, with a nice little TJ hit there in the placket. That's called the placket. All right, boys. Mm, nice little, that. you know, nice, nice little three button, three button, and then embroidered in white on the black shirt, Golby. Very nice, very nice shirt. It fits great. I'm I am six foot, about 180 pounds now, and I'm wearing a medium. And this is a lovely shirt, very lovely shirt, and I will be changing into the other two shirts here very shortly. Um, so, uh, you know, one reason right now to keep that Nut Hut membership is because those bad boys are about to hit the shop. I'm actually, oh, now Pat, now Pat, I'm actually wearing. Oh, here we go. I'm actually well, wearing. You gotta get it in the camera. You gotta get it in the camera. It's you not gotta, in the camera. You can't. It's, oh, there we go. <laughs> With my flip flops on. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I got it. Uh, uh, you, you're gonna show them off better than I did. Also, also going into the Tour Junkie shop this week, and you can get 20% off of these from our friends at Sock Fancy. We have Tour Junkies crew socks. All right, boom, boom, and yeah. Go ahead, go I ahead. You, you're gonna have to well. Should I just? Well, I'll just give you a little. You got like a big Golby head on the side of the the black crew neck. This camera is so freaking weird. Sweet, okay. And now then, and then, and then we've got the gray ones. I, the gray ones are actually, I think, my favorite. I like the gray ones. These are gray. Um, and then you've got the Golby with the black stripe, green stripe, black stripe. Yeah. In there. And Tour Junkies on the bottom, which nobody will see, but. Yeah, Tour Junkies on the bottom. Yeah. So the crew the crew socks are going in the shop. The polos are going in the shop. T-shirts will be here in about a week and a half. We'll have fresh T-shirts. We've got head covers that will be here by the end of April. It is going to be bonanza. It's a, amazing. A with, with, no golf, swag bonanza. with no golf going on and everything else, we're getting some, some of the best stuff we've ever had in the shop right now. So it's really pretty yeah. Pretty cool. So, twenty percent off is a good number. There. And we still will do your uh, your cameo things if you want us to do those because we ain't got nothing else to do. So yeah, no, may, may, may as well. Um, but yeah, these shirts are amazing. Now, now, I, this is just one style. Okay, I'm about to, I'm gonna change here in a little bit. I'm gonna show you guys the other ones. Now we do have a few listener questions, Pat, that have rolled in here. I want to make sure you know if I ask for them, I want to make sure we get to them. 
Uh, can Pat lick his elbow? Can you lick your elbow, Pat? What kind of question is that? <laughs> I mean, I, I ask listeners for questions and they want to know. I don't, I've never even been asked that. How do you, <laughs> how would you do that? Okay, no, I can't. <laughs> okay, Aaron wants to know, all right, real, real golf question here. Aaron wants to know, what kind of driver should I try out for purchase? I am 6'5", holy moly. And I can hook the shit out of the ball better than any. Well, Aaron, I don't know. That's a that's something you should be proud of. Um, so, okay, this is a good question, Aaron. I have, this, I believe this wholeheartedly. Whether you are, you've been playing golf for years, or you just started playing golf, whatever your level of handicap, I am a full proponent of getting fitted. Yes. Do not buy a club off the rack. Don't buy a driver, a hybrid, a wedge. A, just don't do it. Don't do it. You can buy a putter off the rack if you want. Especially if you're going to spend the big time, you know, the money that if the newer drivers money, are costing, you know. It will benefit you in the long run if you will get fitted. Now, I don't know where you live, your options to get fitted, but I would go somewhere reliable where you can get fitted and and see what you hit the best because, you know, what 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 brand is tends to work out better for me may not be the brand that works out better for you. I love the, the what the the guys over at mygolfspy.com. If you go to mygolfspy.com and read their reviews, those are some really smart guys. They test a lot of equipment. You could check them out. Um, tell them the tour junkie sent you. But uh, I, I recommend a fitting without a doubt. Okay, and especially if you're talking about a driver. If you're six five, obviously you've got to have some length added to the driver, or else you're going to be hunched over too much. Um, so you're going to have to get something, a longer shaft. If you hook it a lot, it could potentially be that you're, you need a heavier shaft. So or maybe an adjustable, a 60, you know, adjustable face, something adjustable. So but I know too, like if you're hooking the, if you're really, really hooking it, like you're just getting up to the top and snatching it, right? If you're swinging a 50 gram or a 60 gram shaft, and you're a big, strong six foot five dude that generates a lot of speed, you may want to look at like a 70 gram shaft or 75 gram shaft, just something a little bit heavier that 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 is less likely for you to just rip down and and whip around. But um, that could, you know, the hook thing. Look at you throwing out you can, weighted shaft information. <laughs> You can try. You can try to fix that if you if you are that kind of a, a hooker of the golf ball. You can try to fix that with technology, and you might put a little bit of help on it. But at the end of the day, that's probably a swing issue. Yeah, there's there's. It's honestly probably swing. But issue. I do I do think the the uh, the shaft uh, is important, especially uh, yes for six shaft five. Important. I mean, come on. All right. Yeah. Uh, along those lines, Nick asks us, hey, I know DB hates matching golf club sets. What are your guys' brand of choice? Drivers, woods, irons, and wedges. Pat, what, what's in your bag, bud? What's what's your... Uh, right now, I have all tailor-made except for uh, my wedges. I have Titleist uh, wedges um, in my bag. Um, but other than that... No, actually, I take that back. I have a Titleist sand wedge... I have a Callaway Gap Wedge, which I love. It's one of my favorite clubs in the bag. It's so versatile. I can do it, do anything with it. Um, anything like 70 yards in, I love that Gap Wedge for me, at least. Um, for someone else, it's probably further out, but for me, it's 70 yards in. Um, so, yeah, everything else, though, is tailor-made uh, driver, three-wood. Uh, I've got a 
three hybrid and then the rest are irons. I think I have the M5s. I think that's right. Yeah. You have, yeah. I have always been a pretty loyal, tailor made guy when it comes to drivers and fairway woods. I've always been pretty, I've always really, really liked just how they look, how they feel, how they sound. So I have an M5 driver. I have, uh, I don't have a hybrid. I have an M5 three wood. And then I have a two iron, uh, tailor made two iron UDI that I cut down to a four iron length. Which you hit uh, incredibly uh, well. It's probably my favorite club yeah. in the bag. I feel more confident with that club than any club in my bag. Um, my irons are tailor made right now, the P770s. But I, I'm not as loyal to those. Like, I, bef- my irons before those were Titleist AP2s. No, that's I the P. It's a, I thought it was P790. Maybe they're P790s. Whatever. They're, they're a little more blade like, but they're not blades, right? Yeah, they're, they're like the in between. Yeah. Yeah. But I had the AP2s, which are basically the same thing. And I, lo- I love those. But, um, I'm not as well. I'm very intrigued. I hit some Mizuno irons at the PGA show and really, really, really like those. Um, so I'm not as loyal when it comes to irons. Wedges, I'm also pretty loyal to Titleist. I've always had Titleist wedges. And um, you got fitted for them recently, which was I got fitted for them. Something I've never completely, done. And it blew my mind. Yeah. Like it completely blew my mind. I've been hitting Titleist wedges for years. And I've been basically picking the wrong wedges. Uh, thinking what I knew about wedges and how they're built and my game and all that stuff was could not have been more wrong. So um, that's another thing. Get fitted for wedges. Don't take those for granted. Most people um, don't ever get fitted for wedges. I have not yet. And I know. I probably will. I didn't but, either. Um, oh, I forgot my putter, too. I'm, I've got my Scotty Cameron in the bag that I had changed up a little bit. It's lengthened. Um, so I've got a little bit of a, a weird putting stroke it's it's not like it's not you know up here like you know anchoring or at Anchored. all but it's 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 a longer it's a longer putter but i you know the fa- i love scotty cameron putters i just i just love how they feel how i love how the ball just feels coming off the face of the putter it's just so smooth i don't know what you're using to putter right now because you've gone from pxg to scotty cameron i'm, to, I'm still i'm still using my pxg putter yeah. i i I have a Scotty Cameron that's kind of a fallback fallback putter that I do really like, but I got fitted for the PXG putter. I've, I've always liked the way it feels, um, so right now I'm still I'm sticking with the PXG putter. So PXG putter, Titleist uh, wedges, TaylorMade irons and woods. And let me tell you this: I've become a big fan of. I've been playing the TaylorMade uh, golf ball, the TP5X. It's a mm-hmm. fantastic. It's a great ball. Yeah, that's what I play. It's a good ball. It's a good ball. Um. David says you were told you get to play only three rounds of golf for the rest of your life. What courses do you play, and who is in your foursome? Is it the same foursome for all three rounds? Oof. Wow. Are these courses we can play, like we can actually get on? <laughs> um, I mean, hmm. if, I'm, if I'm only going to play three for the rest of my life, I, I'm going out pretty – going out – swinging so i think you got to play st andrews if you haven't already which we we're scheduled to for now in july <laughs> but i think you got to play st andrews um as the home of golf um so if i if i knew i was dying i was gonna get to play three times i'd go play that um 
I'll. Mm. Are you okay? Are you blanking? Are you frozen? I'm <laughs> thinking. I'm trying to think. This is a tough question. I I think Royal Melbourne in Australia. I hear so much about pretty, that. Yeah, was a pretty sweet course. The President's Cup course, very interesting course. That's probably that's moved moved very high up the yeah the ranking for me. Um, and um. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think of a U.S. course. I mean, I've, we've both played Augusta National. Uh, well, why can't you use that US, again? Well, I, mean, I, can, I if I could, yeah, sure, I, w- I would. I guess. Um, I guess. I guess that or Oakmont. Like I kind of like Oakmont. Uh, um. No, not a, I don't know. I think I'd want to go world. I think I'd want to go international. You know what I mean? Like, see, I think I would go um, like another, like a coastal, like an older, co- like Portrush, like in Ireland, like a coastal, old course in Ireland, or um, Cape Kidnappers in New Zealand. Oh my God, that course. Actually, that that might be it. Cape Kidnappers in New Zealand. Eric Anders Lang played there. He did a video on YouTube. Watch that in in New Zealand. You'll 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 want to book flights like tomorrow. See, I would go more traditional. I would probably say I would go shocker the national first, and I I would uh, go St Andrews second, and then I think I'd go Shinnecock. I think I'd go Shinnecock third. Shinnecock. Okay, I, 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 I think really up there, this. those those upstate New York courses that are so fan, all right there together. Um, mm-hmm. I I think that would be one. That would be third for me. Would be Shinnecock. So, and I think I would mix up who I play with. I don't know that I would go the same. No, for I the would. national, it would, for me, for the national, it would be like me, my brother, my dad, and well, I I may even say my. Why are you making that face? Who? Who? I'd throw DB in there with me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, my dad doesn't play golf, but he would come and ride around. Like, it'd probably be my youngest son who plays, so Collins, and um, then probably for sure you on, on at least one of them. Um. And then, uh, Josh Kissler. No, I'm just kidding. Not Kissler. He's 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 an insane person. Um, a Twitter troll. I, I just might bring along it. That'd be a heck of a thing to do on your way out. You know, like just invite a Twitter troll to. <laughs> that would be actually kind of play. Um. Anyway, yep. Interesting question. So. Yeah, we could go to. Yeah, yeah that's. Let's move on. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, people are asking about the price of the shirts. Okay, the price of the shirts is correct me if I'm wrong. Sixty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sixty dollars, which is stupid cheap for what these should retail for. Sixty bucks. Then you're gonna have to pay shipping, which is like six dollars. Five or six max usually. I don't even think we do sales tax on our website. By the way, we don't even do sales tax, do we? Let's 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 not bring that up. Maybe we should just be quiet. Oh yeah, we do. 
I think we do. So sell, anyway, I get think that. We do sales tax. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, there's literally no better place to buy a really high quality level wear polo. This is the stuff Corey Connors wears on the golf course. Adam Hadwin wears on the golf course. So these will be sixty. The t-shirts will probably be like twenty. 25 or so um, when they get here. All fire looking. Socks. The t-shirts are fantastic. They're going to be great. T-shirts look awesome. The socks, I don't even know. we got to look into the socks thing. Um, and then the head covers. Y'all, have any, y'all, the head covers are freaking amazing. Now, i got to say this. Because we ordered, we literally ordered these right at the beginning of the whole COVID thing, we ordered pretty much minimum on a lot of stuff. So if you like it, you need to get it. I'm, we're not just saying that. Like You need to get it. As soon as you see it, because we don't have we don't have a whole lot. Single, we have like single digit sizes or single digit quantities in almost in, in every size. So, medium, large, two XL, two X, like single quantities. So if you want it, you better get it because there's no guarantee we're gonna reorder anything. So, um, so yeah, we got some people saying they're gonna buy some TJ stock or TJ stuff with their stimulus check. That sounds fantastic. Great use of your stimulus check. You're putting it right into the economy. That's they should be coming in this week too. So we need to make sure we get this stuff on the site this week. Well, it should be. Hey, uh, Josh says he's going to rent two chicks for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Let's see. Uh, what else? Any other questions coming through? Let's see. Uh, the only thing. Here, here, here. Uh, career best rounds. That's a good question. Um, best round I ever shot was like a 74, which was years ago. <laughs> um, best round I ever shot. So for me, the best round was in college. I shot 73 at the UGA mm. at the University of Georgia course, but it was it was um, I don't have the card from that round, so I don't know if I could officially call it my best round. If you want a card, a round with the card that I have, and I'd have to go find it, was a 75 at Augusta Country Club. Uh, that was the other best round, and that was actually um, seven or eight years ago, something like that. Okay. So yeah. Hey, um, let's talk about that. Let's keep the questions coming, guys. If I don't get them right away, we'll uh, we'll come back to it. Let's talk about Masters. Um, so obviously, you had what should have been Masters Week just this past week in Augusta. The Masters announced uh, it's going to play in November. The drive chip and putt and women's am canceled, and you had the masters rewind going on you had all the old the old uh masters sunday final rounds they were showing you had all the masters content on social media which honestly i think we crushed uh just anything masters pat give me your takes your thoughts your feelings on any of of or all of those things while you do that i'm going to go get another beer and i'm going to change into the second polo that we have on offer. Okay. Well, as far as the master stuff, I mean, there was so much content out there. Um, wow, everybody gets to see you take your shirt off on YouTube. That's great. Um, anyway, um, as far as the master's content, I thought there was a lot. It was a lot of good stuff out there. I mean, it was nice seeing, um, you know, between ESPN and CBS, all the old, um, you know, 86 masters. The I think they showed 2005, 2004. 
2012 when Bubba won it, 2013, I believe, when Adam Scott won it. I mean, there were all kinds of, of Masters rewinds that they showed. And it was kind of neat what the Twitter account did where they would go, when they were showing that particular year, they kind of went back and sort of did like, like a kind of a throwback as far as the Twitter account was concerned. Um, so I thought it was good. Um, it was, I will say this, it was probably the toughest week I've had under this whole COVID-19 coronavirus uh, lockdown, shutdown, whatever you want to call it, quarantine. I mean, it just, it really kind of hit home for me when, when we started the week for Masters that I wasn't going to be in Augusta and that we weren't going to be able to do all this, all the normal stuff we do. Seeing friends, family, things I do every year, uh, it was it was very weird. Um but it was nice at least having uh, the outlet of being able to see some of the old masters and everything. And then it, you know, it culminated in two th- in, in, on Sunday with showing the 2019, so last year's masters with Tiger, which I thought was fantastic. I mean, you know, watching that whole thing, I literally watched the entire thing and um, just all the things that happened and some of the things that I forgot, like, you know, like, Francesco Molinari, by the way, when did Francesco Molinari become Fran? I guess when Tiger calls him Fran, he becomes Fran. But Tiger all of a sudden made him Fran. Fran. Yeah, he has, like if you watch the broadcast, like when they would cut to him and, and Jim Nance doing like talking about the tournament during, like he kept calling him Fran. But I, I've never even heard that. But anyway, yeah, so it nice. was, um, but just Francesco's round, like his front nine, like just was so boring yeah. and blind whatever else and then like not only what happened on 12 but i totally forgot what had happened on 15 where he he hits the tree and the made a seven yeah he hits the tree and the and the pine cone comes down and they were talking about how like they didn't really they, they couldn't figure out at first how, why it was so short and then they realized that he actually hit the tree like i had totally forgotten about that with him because he was right there in it if it if, i mean before that happened he was right there like everybody wants to point to 12 is being such a a turning point. Fifteen po- was, but but fifteen was just as bad as twelve was. I mean, that's four over on two holes. I mean, he could have literally not run away with it, but I mean, he could have easily won it. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and now we've seen what's happened to Molinari since then. I mean, he's he's been yeah. terrible. But it was uh, it was a surreal week for me. I, I enjoyed. It as much as I could as far as the coverage that we got and the lookbacks and all that kind of stuff and the Masters itself they did the best they could CBS did the best they could ESPN whatever else but it was also it was a tough week for me it was the first time I really felt like f this effing sucks <laughs> that was a, like when I really it really hit home for me. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I did the best I could with it, dude. You know, it's like it's spring break here in Augusta, and so the kids weren't having to do the homeschool thing, So, which is a blessing and a curse. The curse is they're bored the minute they wake up, and you're trying to figure out what the hell you're going to do with them for the rest of the day. You know, my wife had planned on taking them to the beach this week. I was planning on staying in Augusta and partying with you. Um, so none of us got to do what we thought we were supposed to be able to do. And um, so I, I tried to make light of it and have some fun with it. So I took my oldest out to Washington Road, and we drove by famous 
places or stops on Washington Road uh, that would be pretty popular. Masters Week did some funny video content and um, went went and ran up to the gate of Augusta National and took a bunch of pictures with a sign or two and uh, tried not to get arrested. Did that. That was fun. Kept it interesting there. Yeah, I was just trying to keep occupied, um, but it was definitely a bummer. You know, my home club, Champions Retreat, was supposed to be hosting yeah. the Women's Amateur. That didn't happen, but uh, I did get to play some golf, and the course is in pristine condition right now as they were prepared for that. So, I, you know, I got to play. Um, hate to hear that that's canceled, though. That's really good for our club, and uh, it's a fun event, and those ladies worked hard. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it sucks. I'm, I'm really – the whole city of Augusta is – thrilled that they've decided to have it i mean that's the big thing like it's just such a boom to our economy and uh from renting you know from rental properties to tickets to restaurants i mean the whole thing is just such an injection into our economy every year um to not have it at all is would really suck if i can just hang on to november and we can have it twice in five months or six that's months, even I'll i be, mean at least that'll be yeah, amazing that'll be amazing but um but, yeah, it, it, it was a rough week. It was a really weird week. Everybody, all the locals, just like, man, this is just not how it's supposed to go down. You know, the, um, it, was, it was definitely just weird. Uh, you know, one of the videos I drove up in the parking lot of the National, like where you, you know, get out of your car to walk up to the front gate, and there's like, you know, it's like the Thursday of Masters Week, and there's no car in the lot. And you're just like, what? You know, like, had you had you shown me that video, like let's say three months ago, you'd shown me that video, and like said this is going to be the Thursday of Masters Week at like noon. What do you think would happen to make this happen? Like, where would your mind have gone? Uh, I don't. Yeah. You, you'd have been, and if you didn't, okay, if you didn't uh, know if there was, a, if you didn't know there was a virus out there, like that's what I mean. Like your mind. That's what I mean. Like six months ago, if you say. This is you on the Thursday of Masters Week at 12 noon in the middle of the Augusta National parking lot. Why do you think there aren't cars yeah. here? I would have been like, what? And this is a real video. This is like like you're seeing a real video that happened, like not, not a parody or anything like that. You would have been like, the world is close to ending. <laughs> like you would have wondered, what the hell? Yeah, um... I enjoyed, you know, I, I enjoyed the rewind stuff. I actually enjoyed the older the older ones like like you watched all of the of last year's. I watched all of 86. I watched all of 86 you know, too. Seen, I didn't mention it, but I did I watched I watched that too. Okay. I had seen all the Nicholas highlights, but you know, I didn't really remember or know. I mean, I was two and a half. I didn't really know all, all the other storylines. Like I didn't know Sevy was doing what he was doing and the shot your your brother texted us, but the shot that Greg Norman hit on 18 in 86, I, I think we all talked about it on, on a group text. Between me and you and your brother, the three of us could not remember a shot that was that far right on 18 from the fairway or, fr- or from the fairway bunker. Yeah. In, in all of our years of going to the Masters or watching the Masters on TV, I have never seen a shot go that far right, and he was tied. Or no, he he was yeah, he was tied for the lead. He just had to <laughs> he had to par, he had to make birdie. I can't remember. He was the last group on the course. Jack's in the clubhouse. 
he hits it right down the middle on 18. Right through the chute. Right down the middle. And he's got like 165, 175 yards. And absolutely, he didn't even shank it. He just sliced the piss out. It looked like a shot a 20 handicapper would, would, would hit. I would Just hit. sliced it eight rows up into the gallery on the right side of the green and an impossible chip from there. And nobody, like I've never seen anybody hit it up there. Ever. I've ne- that's what I'm saying. Like I've never seen anyone hit a shot there before, ever. You know the thing too that was interesting was that you know uh, is it Vern Lundquist that's known for the yes sir on 17, but actually yeah, yeah. on 15 when he made eagle, the other announcer who was doing 15 did yes sir then, and I didn't even I had forgot I, I I didn't realize that so it's like I know Vern's known for the yes sir on 17, but. It actually, the same comment happened two holes earlier and is not as well known as the 17 one. And, and the eagle putt mm-hmm. may have been even bigger. I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was interesting that in 2012, just in 2012, y'all, that was not that long ago. That's only eight years. Like, we're not talking about 1980. I, I'm out of 1986 now. But just in 2012, there were not there were zero... Uh, collared shirt buttons in the final group. Hmm. Phil Mickelson and Peter Hansen were both wearing zip-up polos, like that started from the sternum and zipped up. That was in 2012, not 2007. 2012, both of them. And what happened to Peter Hansen? Have you ever? Have, what happened to him? He go, he gone. He gone. That might be what's gonna happen to Francesco if he didn't get his act together. Yeah. He gone. He he shanked one on twelve that on coming down the final stretch on that Sunday he yeah. shanked it yeah like literally shanked it into thirteen fairway before even before Ray's Creek God there was some other one I was watching I saw it and I was like and this recently like talking about like it was a rewind within the last ten years and I was like I've never where is that guy I can't it was it's somebody in the final group but I can't remember maybe it was Peter Hansen I don't I don't know um. Anyway, that's, speaking of so masters, so, so you mentioned one ahead. thing. Do you want to continue on masters, or do you want me to switch to another subject? I was gonna, I was gonna talk about masters in November. Okay, go ahead. I mean, just like our thoughts. Like, I, I think it, I think it has the potential to be a beautiful week. It could also be really gnarly. Um, we've talked to a couple people who work out there on the grounds crew who think that it's gonna it's going to play about the same that it's going to the speed the um the surfaces are going to be they'll be able to get it about the same uh the biggest difference and the biggest question mark is going to be the weather and uh you know i if it's cooler and there's a lot less humidity in the air the ball's not going to travel as far uh i give even more of an advantage to your longer hitters coming to augusta which we um, see every year but i think even more so yeah, this year but even more i mean yeah um there, there's been a lot of opinions out there that I've listened to since they announced this November date. Uh, people who have played in November, who have, you know, from, I, I listened to a podcast with, I think Ben Crenshaw was on it, Fred Couples was on it, some others. Um, I think the Masters, the, 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 they, they chose this date for a reason. I mean, the course is going to look good. The, uh, the overseed yeah. is going to come in. It's going to look fine. I think it's going to be just as quick on the greens as they want it to be. Um, yeah. The, the, 
foliage, you know, there's not going to be the azaleas and things like that. But as far as how the course looks and plays, I think it's going to be fairly similar to what you might see in April. But like you said, the weather is going to play a huge part. I mean, if we get a week like we typically get in spring, where it's, you know, high 60s, low 70s, whatever, it, it could be, there could be not much difference at all other than just you don't see a pink azalea here and there. But if we get yeah. if we get some rain and cold, which can happen in November, I mean, we can get a rainy, cold day that's miserable, then I think it's going to be very tough out there. Now, it'll play softer, but I think it's still going to be tough. So it'll be interesting just to see. The weather, I think, is the biggest deal. I don't necessarily think the course is a big a big deal. Yeah, no, it's I don't not. think the grass surface and all that kind of stuff. Like, and, and we can yeah. we can talk about this tournament until we're blue in our face up until November, but a week or two in advance and until we look at the weather, it's right now there's just not going to be a whole lot you know, different than what we would yeah. see in April. Contrary to some popular belief around Augusta, the National does not control the weather. You Sometimes we, we think to ourselves that they may, mm-hmm. uh, but they can control the piss out of that golf course. Like There is sub-air under that whole thing, right? So they can suck moisture out, leave moisture in, they can do a lot of things to that course. Um, you know, it will be interesting to see, you know, how, how that all shakes out. But I do think this, though. I think you're going to have if, – if you've ever wanted to go to the Masters – now, this is going to be different. If you've ever wanted to go to the Masters, there are um, – I mean, your ticket prices, your, your, housing, your housing rentals or um, hotel rentals are going to be probably cheaper than they've been in the last 10 years yeah. and probably cheaper than they will be in the next 10 years because – uh, so far, I have not heard what they're going to do about the schools and, you know, any break, which, again, typically we have break during that time. So people, locals, a lot of locals will leave, leave their houses, go to vacation, rent their houses, which helps, you know, support all the people coming in. So I think I think um, we'll just have to see what happens with that. But I think also t- that, think- that could make the, t- the prices go up on the rental, but I'm not sure yet. The number one thing that was, I think, tickets are going to be more accessible because, you know, the, the one of the, the biggest spenders on tickets and hospitality and all that for the Masters is corporate. Yeah, you know, it's like any a lot of PGA Tour events. Yeah, it's all corporate hospitality and it's big, 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 big money. I mean, big money from big corporations, corporations that we're hearing about in the news, corporations that they're talking about on on the task force, uh, you know, coronavirus task force press conferences, companies that, you know are not going to want to or need to spend the kind of money that they typically spend in Augusta that week, they're not going to do that. And that is the number one driver of ticket sales because these companies come in and buy 100 badges for four days, you know, in a, in a hospitality house. Yeah, there's house all the entertainment. 30, 30 houses yeah. in a neighborhood. Especially the when they're, they're going to get another Masters in April five, six yes. months later. Yes. You know, so why are That's they going right. to spend then when they're going to get another one in a more popular time when it normally is? And, and, and things have settled down. So I, yeah. that's why I think you're going to – this is your chance. I mean, literally, this is going to be the chance. Yeah, totally, yep. So I think if you want to make it happen, this is going to be as affordable as I see it being, you know, unless we have some other wild thing that happens. Uh, 
But and it, it'll just be cool to like tell your grandkids you went to the Masters in November. You know, one day like forty years from now, just you know, crazy to think about. This uh, it'll probably never happen again. So Mm-mm. hopefully. Um, anyway, we can move on from the Masters. What else? What were you gonna say? You had something on your mind earlier. Oh, I was. Oh, by the way, go ahead. I was gonna hit the shirt real quick. So this is uh, this is another level wear level wear polo. Got the little the little squares in there, a little square pattern, a little button down collar here with the TJ and the uh, the Golby. This is a fine shirt here, another medium. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna talk about you mentioned golf and uh, playing golf right now, and I've I've actually played more golf since this whole thing happened uh, than I have probably in a while and and i think there's there's some controversial opinions about whether or not you should be on there out there to me how can you not i mean social distancing on a golf course is very easy to do and i'm not really sure all these folks i've seen certain people on twitter and the media that just hate on the fact that golf courses are open and that you should just stay at home and blah 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 and what the just screw that it's total BS as far as I'm concerned. I mean, look, you can get out on the golf course. You can socially distance as easy as any anywhere else you could be in the entire world. So I'm not a big fan of this whole, you know, I think golf courses should be closed and whatever the hell else. And I've enjoyed it, you know, still being able to get out and, uh, you know, enjoy nice polo. I like it. DB is showing off the polo, by the way. If you're not a YouTube uh, watcher right now, he's flexing now. Little and, little subtle camo pattern yeah, in this, like just yeah. very subtle. So, any any cat? All right, good. All right, we don't need to see. No, we don't need to see that. All right, just just sit down and let's talk about being on the golf course. So. I've enjoyed, I've played with some friends, I've met some new people, actually, and uh, I've enjoyed being out on the golf course, and my club in general has had to come up with a lot of creative ways to to uh, serve its members, but um, even the public courses out there, I feel like, should be open. Um, yeah. Look, you can easily do whatever you have to do to socially distance and not and, and enjoy the game right now. I'm very against anybody who thinks otherwise, but you know, I think I know other other people have they have their opinions. Okay, they have their opinions. They think everybody should just stay at home and do whatever. But um, to me, most of those people are single, and they sit at home and they think they have no life whatsoever, and they they don't have they they they're okay with sitting in their house and playing video games and not getting out of their house all the time. But for hey. for me, um, I I need to be out and about. Um, I've enjoyed it. Um, I'm doing normal things though. For the most part, I'm sitting at home and, and doing my job at home, school teaching at home. But I need a little break, and I like being able to do it on the golf course. And I, so it's. I think that's been. That's. If there's controversy around it, which there is, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But um, yeah, that was what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, I mean. Um... I'm with you. I mean, I'm playing golf regularly as well, playing at least once a week, getting to the range, maybe an additional time for a little practice sesh. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, you're riding in carts by yourself. You're not riding with a buddy. Yeah, all of that stuff. We're required to, we are required to either walk or ride in a separate cart. There is, you cannot, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
very easy to do. Um, so I'm with you there. Uh, now, one thing that um, I need to bring up, and uh, because I don't want people to forget about it amidst all the all that's going on in the world today, is that Mother's Day is is on the way. And every Mother's Day, we try to give you a gift idea that you guys need to to know about. So we're trying to make your life easy. And our friends at Skylight have just the idea. Now, this is not a Skylight like, oh, I'm going to buy mom a hole in her roof. It's not that, okay? But it is the perfect gift for mom or another loved one. It's something that we both have received, and I've already got ready to give to my mom. And also, i got to probably buy one for my wife because she saw it come in the mail. And she's like, oh, what's this? And she opened the box, and then she liked it. So here we go. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, it's, it's awesome. So the skylight is a is a photo uh it's a frame it's a like a 10 inch touchscreen gorgeous frame you can swipe through photos on your finger you can tap to thank the person who sent you the photo but uh, i set it up and uh, getting the first photo in there was pretty easy and the whole family can send photos to mom anytime you want you just have to email it and boom it's in there so Staying in touch with the ones we love is important now more than ever. Easiest way to do that is with Skylight and the photo frame that you can email photos to anytime, anywhere, and a great way to feel close to those you love even when separated. Tell mom how much you love her. It's effortless. You just tell everybody in your family the email and they can send it, and then it just automatically populates on her, uh, on her uh, Skylight. Uh, automatically, she doesn't have to do anything. It's a black frame, so it goes with everything in your house. And you get 100% satisfaction guaranteed if you don't like it. If mom doesn't like it, if she's like, honey, this is the dumbest gift you've ever given me, uh, then you can go, all right, mom, I'll get a full refund, and Skylight will do that for you. Very, very easy. Um, so all you got to do is uh, now we, we'd have an offer for Mother's Day. You can get $10 off your purchase of the Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com PGA. Enter code PGA. That's right. $10 off your purchase of a Skylight frame. Go to skylight.com slash PGA and enter code PGA. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash PGA. We really appreciate uh, Skylight for giving us Mother's Day ideas that, you know, they were like, hey, your demographic is 98% men. Sure. Those guys need all the help they can get. And we appreciate it, Skylight. Yes, we do. So, Mother's Day is coming. You know, nobody knows what day it is right now, but don't forget Mother's Day because it's coming. Yeah, you like, got to have ready. that. Put that on your calendar. You like, better right be now, ready. put that alert on your calendar. You better be ready. It doesn't matter if you don't know what day it is. And we're in this. Also, Chris Hamill says he wishes he could do anything outside right now. He lives in Alaska. I didn't even know we had a listener in Alaska. Chris, that's amazing. I honestly just don't understand how people live in Alaska. It's like. You, if you told me you live in Alaska, I'd be like, you live on the moon. You were there. You Neil Armstrong left you there, like a, like dropped you off there, and you live on the moon. I think there's I, a I lot of fun even, stuff you can do if you're not understand. if you're in Alaska. Like you could fish, hunt. I guess I don't know. You can do all that in Georgia. Like I don't. I'm just saying. Like I'm you can do all that in your freaking upscale gated community. I don't even understand what you're talking that, about. I'm just saying that there is actually stuff he can do. You act like there's nothing they can do there. Wes Wes is commenting on my on my hair a lot. He's he's liking my hair. Um, Wes, I don't really know 
what you like about it, but uh, shampoo is, uh, I think it's just normally like a head and shoulders, and then I condition a lot. You know, our friend Hank Lebiota, PGA Tour Pro Hank Lebiota, who looks a lot like Pat, told us at the RSM that Not as much now with the beard. Not as much now with the beard. Yeah. You can't underestimate. you got to understand how to use conditioner appropriately. You have to, so conditioning is putting in, shampooing is taking out. But you want to put in more than you take out. So, like, if you shampoo today and tomorrow maybe, and, like, you don't do anything to really, like, get nasty, like you're not out cutting the grass or whatever, but you don't, then, then next time just go in and just condition, just, just put in. And when you do that over time, you start adding in more than you're taking out. That's awesome. So uh, thanks to Hank Leviota for that. Um, oh, and then Shane White is also uh, in Vermont. Didn't know we had a listener in Vermont. I mean, I'm telling you, this is this is crazy. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Wes wasn't even talking about me. He was talking about you, Pat, your hair. He was talking about you. He had us mixed up. I can't even believe the guy who gives us money has us mixed up. So what are you, what are you doing with your hair, Pat? I mentioned it earlier. I've... I've doing a little slick back thing I, I don't use product yet but the wife liked it a little more slick back when uh, i started with the beard so that's what i've been doing mm. what by the way let's talk about this what's the uh what, what is like something new that is coming to your life maybe crazy uh during this whole covid19 thing um, now i have a few things that i can mention <laughs> one of them being very funny uh, a group of friends and i have uh, well, I haven't done. I didn't do anything. I didn't do it, but somebody else did it, and it's pretty fun. But if my wife is listening, look, it just happened. I, I never, I never asked for it or anything. But other than that, like I've actually been um, trying to improve my life a little bit during this time. So well, wait a minute. What? What? What is it? What, I'll go back to that. I'll go back to that. So I've been, okay. I've been working out a little bit more than I, than I typically have. I mean, like, there's just like, no, like, I feel like I, I'm not even like most people are saying. Well, I'm eating more and I'm drinking more and whatever else, and I probably am drinking more, probably. But I'm definitely working out more than I ever have. Probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. dr- working out more than I ever have. Little game though that came up. <laughs> I just, I just happen to be on the text group, wife. I just happen to be on the text group. And uh, it, it, it is called Guess the Rack. And so one of the guys that started this, he sends out a picture and he swipes. He puts like a, you know, that he does the markup, whatever, on the picture. And he, he blacks out the rack of like, it could be four women. It could be 20 women or whatever. And it'd be like, guess the rack. And you have to guess the one that has the biggest rack. <laughs> so, and it is highly entertaining. It is a highly entertaining game. I don't. I'm not very good at it. I'm like, I have tendencies to like go towards like I look at the hips. I tend because like it'll, it's literally like just the rack that he has blacked out. So you kind of have to figure it out. So I'll, I tend to look at the hips. I tend to look at other features to figure out it like which one has the best, the biggest rack. But it, it's uh, it's a very tough game. It's a very tough game, and it's quite entertaining. <laughs> We've, we've, we it's it's like happening literally like two or three times a week um anyway so that's one of the things that's come up that's never come up before uh in in this uh covid 19 environment uh, other than that everything else is just you know me being dad and you know teacher yeah. and working and all that kind of stuff so yeah i don't know where i 
That just I'm not really doing anything new. Like, I don't really think I'm doing anything new. It's just... I, I will say I am I am still eating, you know, back in, like, December 11th is when I started exercising regularly and changing my diet, and I've lost 20 pounds. Thank you very much. Um, so I'm not really eating... I, I'm still eating good. Like, I'm still eating well. Like, I'm eating good stuff at home, but I am more tempted in between meals to snack yeah. or something like that. I don't think I'm really drinking anymore. Definitely tempted to start drinking earlier, but I'm I'm what I find is I will if I start drinking earlier, I'll actually just stop earlier and then just be done, uh which is shocking. I I'm, I'm not I don't have a perfect record there, but um uh for the most part. So I, I don't I don't really know that I'm doing those things worse except for just the snacking temptation during the day when you're bored and there's like nothing else to do you know i'm finding myself getting there a little bit uh the uh, yeah i mean i don't know i don't really feel like i'm doing anything new i mean i'm watching some shows but i, I mean i watch some shows before but not yeah i'm in, I'm in uh, the midst of ozarks right now i hear it all this time i just started that last night i started I'm, that last I'm night on, season I'm three season yep. three i've started i have not started mm-hmm. tiger king i just i don't know if i can i can't it. believe you haven't started tiger king i don't yet. you've got to watch tiger king you have to i cannot believe you've not watched tiger i want to get yet. through ozarks Please. first and then i'll watch tiger king and i'll figure it out if i can so, get through one episode of it because you know i feel like i'm kind of like kirby smart University of Georgia head football coach who said in an article that he got he he watched one he watched one episode and he he was he said he was not a Tiger King guy and that he was more of an Ozarks type guy and whatever else I feel like that's you can be both I feel like that's what I'm going to go be both. but I may I be mean, I'm both okay every now and then you need a sprinkle of Tiger King you need a little dose of especially now because you're you're sitting in your house for the umpteenth day. And you're starting to wonder, am I crazy? Am I going crazy? Am I an insane person? I want to kill my kids. I want to run away. I want to do this. Like, you're starting to have these thoughts. You need to watch the Tiger King so that you can look at your own life and go, you know what? I'm actually in good shape. Like, I'm, I'm a normal. I'm good. You know, like, I, I am okay. And to me, it's like, remember, remember that movie Bird Box that came out on <laughs> Netflix with Sandra Bullock? Yes. It's like Bird Box. You had to watch Bird Box to be able to get in on the memes. We live in a meme culture, and right now you're on social media so much because there's nothing else to do that you, to get the memes like Carol Baskins killed her husband, Marcus, you <laughs> have to, you have to, you have to watch the show. You need to get in on it. By the way, one thing I am doing more is I am doing more. I am I am consuming more TikTok. Which I love. I, I'm a big fan of consuming TikTok. I can't really figure out what the heck I'm doing in terms of posting, but consuming it. By the way, Pat, I meant to tell you this the other night. I got so excited. What's your big like pet peeve? Like you freaking hate this. It's been in pontificate. You send me text messages about it every now and then. It is something that drives you nuts that other people do. Uh, I hate that people don't put their grocery carts back. Yes, either at the building there, spot or into yes. the thing. Yeah, it drives me up the freaking. There, wall. there is a guy on TikTok who started an account called Cartnarks, and he literally goes into the parking lots by himself with a little like orange baton and a, a like his 
like a body cam, like uh, filming. And as people leave their carts and go get in their car, he runs up to them and goes, blip, 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 blip. <laughs> He's like, carton arcs, excuse me, sir. And he like stays polite the whole time. But he's like, excuse me, sir, do you mind putting your cart back in the, it's just right there. If you could just do that right there, da, 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 that'd be great. Thank you. And these people go ape shit on this guy. Like, Assaulting, like wanting. Wait, to fight wait, wait, him, wait! Why can't out. why can't they put him back? Like, why are they why are they defensive against that? So, so the guy, the, I, I went down the rabbit hole the other night. I probably watched like fifty of his videos, and and he never loses his cool the whole time. He stays completely level, and he talks to them like he's a nine year old. He goes, he goes, like this lady was cussing him out, and she's like, "Well, I'm sorry, man, but it looks like uh, you just might have the case of lazy bones itis." And she's like, mother I mean, she's like going off on him. You have got to go down the rabbit hole. It is so much fun. All right, fun. now that makes me uh, want I haven't even looked at TikTok It's so like much that, fun. I got to check that it's out. It's so much fun. Because I wish one. I would have started that account. Cart narcs. These people literally, like, they, they, they unload their groceries. They put their cart in between their car and the next car. And they start to get in. And they see this, like, he's like a white kid. He's like, I don't know, he's probably 20-something. And he pulls up to him with his little orange thing. And he goes, oh, bloop, 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 bloop. Hey there, uh, Cartnarks here, and uh, I'm Agent Sebastian, and you have, uh, you, sir, if you could please take your car. And these people are like, what the hell are you doing? And then some of them, some of them, very few, are like, all right, dude, okay, sure. And they take it back. But 90% of them go bananas. Go bananas. Oh it'll also God. remind you what how many. What is wrong with people? Just put you, the cart back. Like, why is that it such a difficult thing? It will remind you how many crazy people are in the world, too. Like, one one old guy literally runs over. The, the, the cart narc puts the, the car in the middle of the road as the guy's getting his car back and out of his spot. The guy runs over it with his own car. What is wrong with people? Just put the damn car back. It's not that difficult. And you're, and you're also helping out the grocery workers. They have to go all over the damn parking lot trying to find the... God, that makes yeah. me so mad. Okay. Speaking of grocery stores, are you wearing a mask when you go in grocery stores? People have asked that. I'm not chat. wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not a mask guy either. And I I've, you know I what? Know. Sally had, my wife had a, a, God, a you know, God lover. And she works in healthcare, so she's serious about this whole deal. Um, she, her aunt, I think, sent us some custom-made masks. Uh, even my kids have custom-made, like, Toy Story mask. Uh, I still am not going to wear that damn thing. I'm just not. I just can't do it. Can't do it. <clears throat> Why are you FaceTiming me? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why. All right. Well, uh, you know, I feel like we've. Uh, We've covered enough top. Is that your wife right there? Who is that? Yeah, you want to see her? Yeah. <laughs> Live on YouTube. So. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Hey, Kristen. Um, Pat says, "Hey." Hey, Pat. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> well. Um. Yeah, I think it's probably time we call it a night. Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I've got to go. <laughs> I feel like she's I feel like you're <laughs> let me just tell you what I think is happening right now I'm just gonna take a guess I feel like DB's wife like this is just me watching YouTube or watching DB like Kristen is like 
dancing or either pulling off her shirt or doing something in front of you right now to distract you. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Send me a picture. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. You're right. Okay. You're very right. I figured. Um, awesome. Well, thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. May your screens be green whenever that happens uh, again because Lord knows. Stay safe. Um, if if you uh, <laughs> you know if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed or whatever, and you need somebody to talk to, you can DM us. We'd love for you guys to stay safe, stay sane out there. Don't don't uh, don't do anything crazy. Um, we know it's tough. We're struggling too. Remember, so. there is light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we may even get golf back sooner than later without fans, but I think it's going to happen. So we'll see what happens. Yes. Right now, Colonial is the first tournament that's scheduled to come back uh, about mid-May. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but that's where we're at right now. Yep. There you go. We'll be back next week. We're not sure with what, but we'll be back next week with something. Probably an interview is what I'm thinking. Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Boom. Thanks. See ya. Out!